Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. ESPN Pittsburgh, Steelers Nation Radio. The number is four one two nine one nine one three one six. You know, Max, one of the things I always think about in that journey of yours in 05 when you guys went to Super Bowl 40 in Detroit, you know, there was it was it was such a it was a, a synergistic effect. You guys got rolling with that Chicago win, everything going. And then as you rolled along, you came to you really, you know, wiped them out in Denver. You walked up uh, into Indy and then everything's going copacetic and then bam, Bussy fumbles the ball in a way that. I mean, that was, it shocked everybody. I remember my one memory of that was James Ferrier was behind the Steelers bench talking to some fans in the front row because the game is over. Bussy's about to go into the end zone, seal it up. It's all done. And boom. I mean, the game is back on. The ball's going the other way. Nick Harper is suddenly the man of the hour. And at that point, you wonder, what's everybody thinking? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it. it's one of those moments where you hold your breath, right? You gasp because you're like, oh, my gosh, what just happened, right? And here's the thing. People forget, Bussy fumbled twice in that game in the goal line. The first one was at Nick Harper. The second time he fumbled it in the end zone, I recovered it. Uh, the second time, and then, and then, but you couldn't advance a ball on a fumble except for the person that fumbled it. So, luckily, we got another shot at the end zone, and then we put it in the next play. But, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I didn't remember that. Yeah. 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 And you got I the thought ball? I scored. Yeah, I thought I scored my first touchdown. No. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I got up. I was so excited. I was like, yeah, I did it. I got a touchdown in the NFL. And in the playoffs of all plays, the, the referee's like, it, all right, no. third down. <laughs> I was like, what? Wait what? a minute. It was, it was just, Hand the ball back you know, to him. Get back in the huddle. You know, we played kept Cleveland. My own celebration inside my head. <laughs> my second year, we played Cleveland at Three Rivers, and the winning touchdown. Franco fumbled the ball into the end zone. I shoved Mike Webster down. I stepped on the back of John Kolb. <laughs> I, I I I dove on the ball in the end zone. I scored the winning touchdown. I am. Larger than life, I'll be a historic. Yeah, chicks will dig me. Everything, right? And then yeah. Randy Grossman gets called for being a legal procedure. And so then we brought it back. Uh, and I'm like going, you got to be kidding me. No. I, that was my yeah, one listen, chance for uh, heroism. And then my heroics, and it just was taken snatched from me. And I blame Grossman to this day. But regardless. Yeah. But, I mean, but, yeah, you, you know, you think of that moment. Um, and that was a huge moment that you think later on, right? You know, uh, we, there was a, there was a, a roughing the passer or some type of unnecessary roughness call, um, 
that that happened in the game that pushed that pushed Indianapolis closer. And Marty Vanderjat, yeah, was their kicker. Yep, and he, most accurate kicker in NFL history. Right, most accurate. You're in a dome. You're in a dome. This dude is darn near automatic in that place. God smiled on us. Do you remember what Wind. happened before the kick? We, well, he, the interception? He, no, 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 no. In the because I think uh, there was a timeout. He went to freeze him. Cower went to freeze him, and he turned oh, to the yeah. you guys on the sidelines and made some sort of gesture or whatever. Um, oh yes, yeah, before yes. he kicked it into yes. Illinois. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hey. Highways closed, detour ahead. <laughs> and that was the first time I was like, man, I've never seen wind in a dome before, but this is amazing. As it went wide left. It was amazing. And then, amazing. of course, the ice, and then to ice the game, Troy makes the interception. Right. And it was the longest interception review, replay call. I don't know if Archie Manning had called Goodell, who called the referees or what, <laughs> but – I just remember, you know, all of that stuff and everything just fell in the line. And that was that moment where the snowball at that point was just so huge that once we rolled into Denver, once we rolled into the Rockies, right. there was no stopping it at that point. But like you said, that was a very big hiccup moment. I think also Cincinnati, you have to remember Cincinnati that oh. year because that was the first game we lost to – before we got on that win streak, Cincinnati was a game that we lost very tightly at home. Right. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, we lost by a touchdown in that one. That was right after Indy. So, you know, going to them the first place uh, that you have to visit on the wild card is back to Cincinnati, the the division champ. Right. And you're like, oh, man, this sucks. Yeah. Right? Because we remembered, you know, man, we just lost to this team, you know, a few weeks prior. And the the faith that you had to have that hey we're not going to be denied. In fact, that was during the time that really that really kind of submitted like it was the away away series. Whatever, whoever was the away team had the best shot at winning that game, right? Because that's how it kind of worked out for the next like four to five years. Was that <laughs> we couldn't beat them at home and they couldn't beat us at their place. And that's when the whole who day we day came that following year. Uh, because we just we always seemed to win in Cincy, but could not find a way to win at home against uh, against Cincinnati, and um and and that was one of those moments where it galvanized the team. Like I said, that was almost like we finally got the okay that we can proceed on this because we we finally beat the bugaboo of our division champ, um to go to Indy and th so face Carson Palmer in round one, and then you go you take Peyton Manning. In the second round. Right. And then the third QB that you're going against, Jake the Snake Plumber. Yes. Up there yep. in Denver. Yeah. But at that point, Jake, we, it's like we had already run the gauntlet, Jake. Yep. I'm sorry. The, you, you're not going to provide you enough steamrolled for, for what we're – Yeah, yeah. We we went out there. That was the one where Bussy had – it was the trick play um, where we had – it was kind of like a little shovel play to Bussy. Right. And we kind of created like the moving wall. Uh, up the field and, and I got called back for a, like a legal legal formation or so. I was so mad. Oh. It was such a perfect play to highlight Jerome uh, <laughs> in that game. I was so mad it got called back, but 
like you said, it didn't it didn't stop us. And we and we celebrate with the Lamar Hunt Trophy in the lock. I got a great picture of all of us, right? Like all the guys, you know, we're, we're in the locker room. You know, guys got shirts off. We're getting undressed and everything. And I and uh and I remember. You know, I was waiting to put on my shirt. I didn't want to get my shirt dirty. Right. right. I didn't want to get my AFC championship shirt. So I'm trying to get my stuff off. We take the picture with the trophy. And uh, and it was just a cool moment. Like, man, we, we, we're we almost there. We're almost, almost there. there. And, so, uh, but but most importantly, we sent Jerome. We, we, got, we got a ticket for Jerome to Detroit. Absolutely. That was what was most important. All right. You get that ticket. You're about to punch it. You go there. Is it like there's this overwhelming force of momentum that is it's like wind at your back. You got to do this. I mean there's no two ways about it. When you guys hit Detroit it was almost like a foregone conclusion that you're going to take it all. Well, yeah, cuz we had everything on our side at that point, right? We're playing with house money at this point, Wolf. Right. We're a 6 seed. We were the last entrant into the playoff race. And we're in the Super Bowl, and not to boot, we're sending our most famous teammate off into the sunset. We have brought him full circle in his career to the place where it all started. And now he has a shot at finishing it there on top. So, you know, strike up the jerseys. <laughs> we're wearing the green Notre Dame six jerseys off of the airplane because it's homecoming weekend. You know, it, it, this is all for Jerome. And right. so I remember getting my cousin. My cousin was one that ended up doing um, all those green Notre Dame throwbacks. Okay. Um, and so I just remember how furious he was trying to get those things done. I'm like, listen, listen, <laughs> you got you got a week. You got a week. And I'm talking about it's got to get done, and everybody wants a jersey. And I just remember, you know, we had this huge surprise that Bussy wasn't going to know about, uh, at least until he got to the airport before we got on the plane to go to Detroit. And But it was one of those things where we just we had this infectious belief. Um, and then we get there in Detroit, and we – I mean, the first night we 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 go to the Bettis household and have dinner. Right, the entire team in Mama Bettis's house. Now, this isn't like, oh my gosh, you know, there's this humongous mansion that is catered. Like we're in a house, right? And we're in the Bettis house. A lot Bettis of big house. bodies. We're, a lot of big bodies in small space, but a lot of food. That's yep. the one thing I was like, you know what, Mama <laughs> Bettis knew we were coming. <laughs> Hey, when you see those big silver pans, yep. and you see yeah, you see them by the dozens, that's a woman. That's a woman that's fed some big boys in her time. <laughs> she she knew, and we're like finding different spots and nooks and crannies in the house to sit and eat, and just it was it was one of those like family pregame meals, like back in high school, you know, where you'd have the pregame meal before the game at somebody's house. A mom would sponsor it, right. And it's like, and it, you know, she had a bunch of uh, spaghetti and pasta and all this kind of stuff. All right, you boys need to carbo load. <laughs> it was like one of those moments, and it was just cool because I mean, you're walking around the house, you're seeing all little little young Jerome pictures, right? You know, him and his brother How cool John, is that? and you see him in his pee wee pads, and and it was just one of those things where it was like everything's right in the universe. Like, man, this is this is an awesome opportunity. Um, that we get to get and, and not everybody gets that fairy tale, you know. Absolutely. That, like, 
I, I don't know how many guys are on the roster from L.A. and are on, are on the end of their career. It's not about that at this point. It just so happens that that was a cent- central point for us. But this is a time where you can rally around a guy who has, who has sacrificed and was able to do it all. And if this is his last ride, it is. Yeah. But if that's your rallying cry, not a bad one to, cent- to, to, to circle the wagons around. And it can be something that to this day bonds you forever. If you have that opportunity, if you have the will and the strength of mind to be the best version of yourselves every time you step on that field in Heinz Field or whoever else's stadium to get the job done. The improbable is probable in those situations if you believe. Oh, that's a good way to wrap it up. You know what? Before we go to break, do we have time for a call? Jacob, do we have time for a call there, bud? Uh, I don't know. Let's. We got time for a call? Okay, let's go to the phones. We got Fry Guy in Iowa. Fry Guy, you're in the locker hey room, my friend. How you doing? How you guys doing today? We're doing fabulous. Doing Aside good. from having yeah. problems with plugging into, you know, like uh, headsets and so forth. We're hey, doing great. That's okay, Wolf. Uh, I'll be 62 in a couple of weeks, and uh, I'm the kind of guy that leaves pencils in my ear <laughs> when I'm working on something. I need a pencil, or uh, I need my glasses to read, and I'm wearing them on my head. There you go. Uh, you know, those kind of things happen a lot. So, hey, we're at that age. Just hang in there, Max. It's going to happen for you, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the moment where I forget it. <laughs> very clearly when you guys played the bears i was there and it was a snow fight and a snow and it was a blast it was fun to watch went to that game and uh didn't expect a whole lot because uh, you know the Steelers weren't playing too good before that but you guys were on a mission that day and uh the bus had a blast i remember after the game he made the interview he he goes this was a mutter game for me yeah and it was and, uh, and it was yeah uh, I just want to – I got a question for uh, for you, uh, Wolf, but I, I just want to make a little comment about the celebrations mm-hmm. in the NFL. And I don't, don't want to be negative, but, you know, the thing about uh, Claypool last week, right. yeah, that's a little – you know, it, 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 it could have cost us a couple plays. We don't really know that. and We don't know if it would have made a difference in the game or not. But, you know, he is a kid. He's just a kid. He yep. needs to grow up. And there's a lot of kids in the NFL that I've seen made fools out of themselves. But my main complaint was when we got that interception with uh, Witherspoon. Uh, you know, he grabs the ball, and then he felt compelled that he had to drag him and the rest of the little kids to the end zone and start doing that little dance. I have a problem with yeah. that. You know, it, it to me, that's like a delay of game. Even though on the clock, I realize the clock is stopped after a defensive play like that, but you know, that kind of celebrating is, nece- is unnecessary, especially when they're down by four touchdowns. You know, uh, I'm not a, just not a big fan of celebrations on the field, especially like that. Now, uh, Wolf, I know you probably remember Mark Gassinall. Yes, I do very well. And he was probably the master dancer after he'd make a sack. or Well, he started he the whole thing. Play. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did. Other than Billy White Shoes doing his little uh, knee knee uh, hurdle or, or a knee uh, what a hula hoop thing in the end zone after he scored a touchdown, right? But 
But, you know, that kind of celebration, I don't have a problem with that as long as they're not stopping, the delaying the game or stopping. You know you know what I mean? It's between I players. gotcha. Let me let me throw What's this out at you, Fry Guy. Here's here's one thing that I, I think it's important to remember. One of the things is the NFL started to to kind of push the guys or encourage the guys because of the vacant stadiums last year to do that picture taking yeah. thing that they could send out. At least you're getting some sort of exciting vibe about the whole game, you know, because they would take that picture and that, of course, would become uh, something prominent in the newspapers or on TV, what have you. You know, and, and I think that's where it originates as far as the whole team thing. Um, I'm, I'm not in favor of it myself. Uh, I can be an old fuddy-duddy. Max, you can weigh in on I'm this. With you. you know, it's it's what it is. Uh, I think sometimes I always go back to when Mark Gastineau started the dancing, and I forgot who said it. And he said, you know, if offensive linemen celebrated every time they, they – did a proper pass protection, it would start to look like a disco out on the field. <laughs> I, yeah, and I, I grew up in those days, and I hated disco. So that would have probably, uh, that, that with all the strobe yeah. lights and all that, yeah, I wasn't into that. Uh, well, I, I appreciate those comments, and, yeah, that kind of lightens up my attitude about a little bit. Uh, but I have one more question for you up. Oh yes. Uh, okay. Last last year, the the last broadcast that you and Tunch had, I asked a question about where did uh, Tunch get that the the name Chaluch? Chaluch, yes. Well, he, he he started to tell me, and then my phone got my uh, call got dropped, oh. so I didn't hear the explanation. So, can you briefly? kind of re, uh, explain how you how he got that name absolutely uh we used to watch we watched the film uh, the pope of greenwich village years ago okay uh one day it was you know we started laughing about it we were watching the film and it was uh, mickey rourke and eric roberts were in that and in that in that movie and it's a very you know it's a italian that sort of thing uh mickey rourke was the uncle of eric roberts and eric roberts of course Got his thumb cut off because he got involved in betting or something like that. But anyhow, he used to refer to Mickey Rourke, who was Charlie, as Chalooch, which was slang for Charlie, okay? okay. And All so right. that accompanied when I grew up, my grandfather, because he had so many grandkids, he'd, he'd refer to you as, as, hey, Charlie. He, he couldn't remember everybody's name, so it was just, hey, Charlie, you know? So one thing led to another, and during one broadcast, I, I it just spouted out, uh, Chalooch about 20 years ago, you know, and we started laughing about it. And I started calling him Chalooch just because it was a result of a favorite movie of ours that we had watched and uh, just picked up that name. And then my grandfather, who I loved very dearly, uh, you know, calling me Charlie when I was growing up as a kid because he couldn't remember all the grandkids' names. So instead of saying, hey, buddy, come here, he'd say, hey, Charlie, come here. So there you go. Oh, okay. That's that's how it came together. All right. Okay, well, that now, now hopefully I remember that. I, you know, like we're talking about mortality here with our <laughs> pencils in the ears and not plugging in cores and stuff like that. I hope I remember that. I, I hope, hope I you do too, brother. Commercial. Thank but you so anyway, much. Uh, yeah, you guys are doing a great job, and uh, hope for the Steelers this weekend. I, I feel good about this game. I really do. I think uh, we're going to see a different team this week. So, anyway, you absolutely. Guys are doing great. Thank you, brother. Thank Appreciate you, you so much. Max, yep, now Max, you got to weigh in on it. What do you think about the oh, celebrations? Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I was, we can't. I was, you, I was still, you got. You got. I was still pondering about Chalooch yeah. uh, <laughs> and the Pope of Greenwich, Greenwich Village. Uh, By the way, have you seen no, the movie? 
I have not seen that oh, movie. Oh, you got to see now the movie. Now I'm going to have to go, set, go, have to go watch it. All right. Uh, I mean, I do like Eric Roberts and, um, and, and Mickey Rourke, so, yeah, surprised I hadn't. But, um, no, uh, to, 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 to talk about the celebrate, yeah, it, it could be a bit excessive, um, you know, with the celebrations, like you said. I mean, there was a great genesis on how it got started, and obviously the problem is once you open Pandora's box, it's hard right. to close it. Yeah. And that, that's what you're dealing with now. Guys are looking for those opportunities, and you realize – a team that has not been exceptional at taking the ball away this year, they're celebrating every opportunity they get because it doesn't happen that often. You would like to get to a point where it just becomes the norm, but it has not. It is not True. from a year ago. But I, I think the biggest thing is, is you know, it, it comes down to gravitas, right? It's knowing the situation. Hey, we're down four touchdowns. Maybe it's not a good idea to go celebrate this. But in that situation, if you're Killer Willerspoon, I got two interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like, hey, that is a celebration. I don't care what the <laughs> score is. I picked this dude off twice. So I have the right to, 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 to celebrate this. And he does. Because like you said, there's no delay in the game. It's not going to cause a delay of game penalty because it's a change of possession. So I'm like, if it's available to you, I get why you do it. Because I remember the no fun league years, right? Yep. I remember when guys were lashing out in a different way. Remember T.O. is hiding cell phones and goal posts yeah, and right. Sharpies under, uh, you know, under pylons and everything else where we got to that point where guys were doing it almost out of rebellion. So I'd rather it be there so we don't get to that point. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, you do hope that it becomes more commonplace that you don't need to celebrate it full out like that, and especially, like you said, down four touchdowns. I mean, it's like understand the situation but i get why they do it you know okay. so i so i can't be too harsh on them all right thank you for that max i appreciate that see that the young guys and the old guys that sort of thing all right we'll the be back melding with of generations <laughs> melding of generations <laughs> we'll be back with more in the locker room life's an adventure and it's waiting hi this is merrill hodge at st bank they know life's for the living that's why st bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it whether you're investing in your home planning for the future or just making the most of every day st bank is here to help learn how st bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com member fdic st bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in pennsylvania by jd power for jd power 2022 award information visit jdpower.com slash awards In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You know, as I look at the game coming up, Max, and one of the things that really stands out prominently to me in this 9-4 Tennessee Titans team, and despite the fact that they've lost Derrick Henry for the last, about five games, the guy is still leading or in the top five rushers in the NFL with over 900 yards of rushing. I mean, that guy is prolific. Derrick Henry, no doubt about it. Yeah. But uh, regardless, you know, Mike Vrabel was a teammate of yours. Mike Vrabel is um, he's a tough guy. I had no doubt in my mind just watching his career and unfold and so forth. He's also molded this team, I would say, in his likeness. You look at the front ends of, of both offense and defense, that is a flat back offensive line that comes off, and they are people movers in the very – essence of what you want to what you call people moving and defensively speaking 
these guys come after you. And I'm, it's not surprising. If you have a good offensive line, chances are you might have a pretty good defensive line too because you practice against each other, you know, and it's something that you – that's uh, sharpening the sword as uh, none other. And this is a team that um, – this is all going to be about in the trenches coming up this Sunday. Yeah, the trenches are going to be the primary, I think, battle. That that's where it has to be. That's where it should be. When you're talking about two teams that pride themselves on toughness, right? Regardless if we've proven it week in and week out of the Steelers, that's still a core of our belief. That that's about as core as one of those hy- hypercycloids on the side of the helmet, right? Mm. Like that. That's just what it is. Um, I think that's where you need this game to be. This game needs to be a trench game. It needs to be a physical point of attack. My guy is better than your guy type of situation. You pick a side and because that's how that's how Tennessee's going to come out. They're going to come out and they're going to try and control the tempo. They want to alpha male the situation. Right. Right. I want to dictate to you what I want to do. I want to grind you. And I think I want to, and I want to grind you. I want, I want to take up that clock to where you don't even have enough opportunities to even think about catching us, and that's the kind of mentality Steelers have to have. We need to beat you down, because when it gets ugly, when it gets dirty, I said, I said, I said this after the Bears game, and 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 especially you know, looking at how this squad needed to be, it's got to be ugly. You can't get into a shoot. This isn't a shootout team. We're not built that type of way, right? We can't we we can't go out and put forty on the board every night. We're a team that has to get in the twenties, and we have to make it unbearable in the teens. You know that's where the Steelers are at their strongest. When you're not giving up points, you're begrudging with it, but you're putting points on the board. And so, this is this is that matchup to really give you the litmus test for if you're built for the rest of this this trip. And I like it. You know, I remember, you know, it, it, it's funny how this kind of really mirrors 05. Um, it does. You know, you know, this is the funny thing because Minnesota was a team that was a very physical team back at 05. You know, you had you had the Williams brothers. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, was, it was Pat and Kyle that were both on the same squad, even though they weren't related. Um but uh, you know, you, we had to, we had to go fight a very physical team, and you know what? We gutted it out, eighteen to three, uh, and it was in Minnesota mm-hmm. at that time. So you know, I remember what it was to play those tough, nasty games, and you're like, man, we got we got to score a whole bunch of points. No, you don't. The only thing you have to do is score one more point than the opponent. Right. That's it. That's, That's the it. truth. That, that, that's how simple this game is. I need to play my heart out and end up with one more point on the board than you got. Style points don't matter at this point. You know, it's, this isn't college football. This is, this is the NFL. Wins and losses and ties matter in this game. So whatever you need to do, however you need to do it, I need to finish an inch over, over, over the finish line. That's it. That's it. And so that's that's what this has to represent. And this is a good game for that where you can make it dirty. You can make it cloudy. You can make it murky. 
and the weather's going to be on your side for it to be a physical affair. Right. When the, when it's cold, the ball does not fly the same. But guess what? It does not move from the belly that often. <laughs> you have you have a very good shot at being able to to hold the ball. Listen, when in right. doubt in December and January football, run game and physicality always travel. So show that you can do those two things. Absolutely. That's a great point, by the way. Absolutely. Now let me ask you something. Do you find it somewhat, um, I don't know, uh, odd or whatever you want to call it, disconcerting? You got Bud Dupree, who, you know, may well be back. He's in, you know, he's starting to practice again. He's in a three-week period where he's coming off the IR and he's got that window. But you also got Ola Adeniyi. And isn't it sort of ironic that with – you know, two of the guys that would have been a big help uh, with the, you know, the whole Mel Ingram thing and, you know, uh, Taco Charlton and Derek Tuska, uh, we're playing against a team that has those guys, Ola and Bud. And, you know, Ola's got, he's got more sacks than Taco and, and Derek Tuska combined, you know, which aids two and a half, but still that's two and a half more than what those guys got. So, I mean, it's, it's, these guys, might have made a difference, and Ola was a, is a special team guy too. Well, I I think it, it is funny, right? So you're not with primaries, and let's just face it, um, I'm not sure the Titans are sold on the money they spent for Bud. Right. Just just, just going to be honest here. Uh, you know, it, it, you didn't get the instant reaping rewards like you did with T.J. Watt when you signed him. Right. Because remember, that was the quandary: you got to pay Bud or you got to pay T.J. That was your choice. I think we won on the choice being no question for that round. Seven starts, Um, two sacks for Bud. I mean, that's what it's been, you know. Yeah. So, so I think when you look at this, it's very equal. Yes, you do have four and a half stacks between those two guys, and yes, our guys don't have it. But if you get a TJ back, you get an Alex back. Oh yeah. it, It it's glaring. It's glaring to say the least. But I think that just lets you know. These guys can be run on. These guys can be dealt with. They're manageable. Yes. Right? Cam Hayward and TJ Watt are not manageable when they're together. Yeah. That it that that makes for a contentious workplace. <laughs> I can't work here. I am getting harassed all, all the time by these two guys. Tennessee, not necessarily saying the same thing. Eh, I think we can get through. I think we can get through these guys. But it's going to take effort because, like you said, you got rookies on the, you got a rookie on the edge, you got inexperience on your offensive line, but you have to have trust in each other. Hey, trust the LeGlue between the two rooks. <laughs> trust the LeGlue. Let it bind. Let it bind you. I like that. Let it That's bind pretty good. You, <laughs> you got to throw that out on Sunday. Okay, we're gonna yeah. come back. <laughs> we're gonna come back with more as Max is in the rhyme right now. Okay, we'll be back after this. This is in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. One of the interesting things, Max, and uh, things that have come out uh, from Nashville is that uh, the Titans are playing Renegade in black and yellow at practice. Now, I wonder if, uh, you know, Bud and Ola had anything to do with that. You know, 
they're they're actually playing you know the renegade song and of course the uh, Wiz Khalifa black and yellow uh at practice and I do, what I'm not sure that well, what's the point well I mean what well, you are talking about Ola and Butt you're forgetting about Mike the head coach <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, right, true. He, ha- he has a personal connection to it as well. So he's like, if y'all can get used to this and y'all can ride this wave of emotion, you'll be fine. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get, you know, if you're going to play crowd noise, might as well play something that's popular. Well, that's or true. something that has a good tune. That, I mean, that's the other thing. Hey, they know good music down there in Nashville. So the fact that <laughs> they have, do know. Hey, let me ho- tell you something. You go to Nashville when you're down there on Main Street. You go from one brisket joint to another, man. It's that's oh, that Main well, Street there is beautiful. Well, brisket or whiskey. Uh, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm hanging with the brisket. Uh, okay. Well, well, at this point in your life, yes, yes, yeah. you need to hang with the brisket, Wolf. I, I hang with the brisket, uh, buddy. Full disclosure, right? What is it? Yeah, Statute of Limitations up. I could talk about it. Uh, so we went down to Nashville <clears throat> to play. This was 2010? 10, I believe. Okay. Uh, and both Willie and I were injured at the same time. Okay. Willie was on IR. I was injured, and I wasn't playing in this game. Um, so I remember... Willie and I were like, you know what? Now you're talking about Willie ah, Colon. We're good. Willie Colon. Okay. Brother in arms. Yes. Uh, we were like, you know what? Let, let, man, let's go out on Broadway. Let's go out on Broadway, right? You know, we're we're in Nash Vegas. Man, this is gonna Nash be great. Vegas. We don't have to be. In, <laughs> we don't. We, you know, we don't. We're, we're not in the game plan, so we don't have to be in the meetings. Uh, you know, we don't have to. We don't have to be in for bed check. Because, you know, we're injured, so we're not playing. We just have to make sure we make it to the last bus. Man, we went down Broadway. We're like, you know what? We should try and hit every bar and restaurant down this road. No, you didn't. We didn't <laughs> because we couldn't make it that far. But you cannot stop human ingenuity and spirit. And we hit we hit each spot. We had food. We tried some food. You know, there was there was all, all this Nashville hot chicken. And, oh, yeah. You know, and we tried, you know, you have a shot of whiskey, boom, move on to the next one. All right. You know, we got we got loaded baked potato skins. That's what this restaurant's known for. All right, let's get that. Okay, shot of whiskey. Oh. Let's try a different whiskey. Uh, we're in Tennessee, right? Home of whiskey, right? Jack Daniels and a million different flavors. Uh, yeah, we, we and then I just remember we walked to the hotel and we're just like, man, that wasn't this a good is going idea. to be rough. <laughs> this is going to be rough. And we're like, okay, you call me, and I'll call you, and make sure that we're down at the bus. And, <laughs> and we actually, I mean, we and, and it was made so the bus. hot that day. Yep, we made the bus, but it was so hot. Do you remember that game? I remember. Nashville? We had we had these PVC pipe with like this type of like tarp in between. Yes, and we were holding it over the guys because like it was just covering. so hot. I'll yeah, never like forget that because so, Lawrence Timmons made the play of the game on. Chris Johnson, when he tackled him out in the open, never thought he could catch him. You remember that? Wasn't it Chris Johnson? Wasn't that the guy that it was like yeah, oh, four yeah, two yeah. speed or something? CJ two K. Yeah, CJ two K. That's it. Uh, yeah, and I but but for us on the sidelines, yes, that that play was great. But <laughs> Willie and I, we never got the shade. We were the shade holders. Oh, so when my. the O line would come, me and Willie would just be sitting there, 
holding the shade, and we're just frying. So we smell oh. like straight, like a straight distillery at this. And I just remember, <laughs> I remember Trey coming over. Trey's like, "Oh no, was it single or double shot?" Oh, <laughs> I was no. like, "Shut up, <laughs> shut <Yeah>. up, Trey." <laughs> All right, time to go to the phones. Yeah, we gotta go to the phones. <laughs> That was my Vegas story. Absolutely. But there was brisket. There Nash was brisket Vegas. involved. Nash Vegas. I like yeah. that. Nash Vegas. Nash Vegas. All right. Let's go to the phones. We got CR and Juan. Come on into the locker room, fellas. The Triple C uh, production. Uh, Chicago, Carolina uh, connection. Uh, testing. One, two, one, two. Juan, you got your headset plugged in? Yes, I do. One, two. <laughs> Max, do you have your headset on? <laughs> Uh, yes, but mine doesn't uh, have an echo. <laughs> I think they're mocking me. Hey, man, it's good to talk to you guys this morning. A uh, little bit of background information real quick. We had three calls uh, Thursday, uh, 14 calls this week, 256 calls this season. Uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll let you get yours in first one. Uh, hey Max, I gotta see if you you see it yesterday. So it actually, it's not Kyle Williams, it's Kevin Williams from Minnesota. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Kevin that's, Williams. You're right. That one that should be you, Department of Corrections. Yeah. Hey, 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 we got each other's backs on you. That's why we get along well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. Right, so, yeah, um, yes, Kevin Williams. All right, so I hey Max, I agree with you were saying um in the last segment about about the crew. I think Tennessee paid too much money for him. Who's got the echo, fellas? We got too much echo. I don't know. That's a good question. You guys need a ninja. I don't know where it's coming from. Uh, anyway, so we won't take up too much time. Hey, let me just throw this in there real quick. You guys talking about uh, in your sixties and being old. Come on, brothers. I'm paving the road for you. I got got a good going on up here. So I'm I'm saving room for you. Very good, because I'm (laughs) going to need it. (laughs) Uh, And and, and one last thing, you know, you talk about the the game. um, uh, Matthew, you made the comment. uh, I know it was in the context because you were talking about the Bears, and I do do remember that, and I do get that image. But when you say the season, the image that I get, is Willie Parker busting that seventy-five yard run, man? That's the image that I get. So what I was saying so is about saying Jerome about specifically Jerome in that season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that. Yeah. Yeah. So were yeah. you talking about? Yeah. Hey, what, what, what do you remember about Jerome's last Jerome's season? Last What's the iconic season? moment the that you think about for him? About for him. Uh, I, I got it on my on my on my web page. It says, uh, uh, "Wildlife is after." Uh, uh, um, him because Buck hit Bear. What's the that? Buck ran over Bear. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Hey guys, yeah. we're gonna have to let you go. The echo is 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 killing it. Sorry guys, appreciate you the effort there, but the echo was just killing uh, everything. So that was that was Jacob. You have to deal. With Jacob. <laughs> I've already dealt with Jacob. He's, I would say J- 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 Jacob Jacob's patience level is at an all time low right now yeah, because of your because of your snafu. <laughs> oh, that was just that Jacob's was like, just listen, I, I I have I've been burning on this for an hour and fifty minutes. Okay, I, there's there's a lot of things I can I've tolerate. 
But I, I, he's he's done now. He's like first first the first the headphone jack, now the echo. I'm done. <laughs> exactly. Jacob so. needs to hit Broadway with me. Jacob <laughs> needs to hit Broadway in Nash Vegas with me. Hey, he, he's getting uh, the thumbs up to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see the two of you. That would be something. Oh, yeah. what a sight to see there. Six eight and yeah. what is it? Five eight, Jacob. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Six, eight, and five, eight on a good day, he says. <laughs> All right. Now, I here's the thing, Max. We come in. One of the things that I want to talk to you about was I really think one missing element to this offense, again, that Matt Cannon, I think, can get back to that could really help. I love the screen game. I love screens. If you look at uh, some of the past efforts, some of the past games, uh, I think uh, the Patriots screened the, the Tennessee. Now here, here's, I would say screen. They, yeah. they 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 were screened to death. Yeah, and exactly. Their team is susceptible to the screen. I would love to see the addition of that because I think screens are so big, uh, they can pop for such big stuff. And you know, as an offensive lineman, you got to be that good actor. You got to act like, oh, you're beating me, this and that, and then boom, then you get out. I think screens could be a big part. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I, I think when you're talking about finding creative ways to get the ball ran between your beef eaters, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be a run, right? If you're leaky in run coverage and things are not going well in that, throw a screen in there. Yeah. Let the aggressors be aggressive because that's when they're never right. You know, but the thing is you have to sell it as though you got beat on a run in order for the screen to work. And so, you know, you're thinking about – we always think about running back screens, right? We think about wide receiver screens. But I'm telling you, one of the of all those options, the tight, tight end, end screen yes. is the key one. And especially with Gentry. Gentry knows how to run that. He knows how to run the tight end delay and block, 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 especially when that's what they're anticipating out of yep. him, right? He's a, he's a blocker first, pass catcher second, and, and a lot of defenders' minds perfect guy to run the screen with and when we have run the screen with him it's been successful yes. so i would love to see something where you get him in or you got raider active get raider involved from that perspective allow pat to be your pass catching possessing between the hashes tight right because that's what he that that's his bread and butter but for the other two the auxiliary two and you should be in bigger personnel in this game perfect opportunity to sneak in a zach gentry backside uh tight end delay or a double screen, right? You fake it to the running back to the left, and you come back to the right. Exactly. The you know what that is? I that's would love pass, to see that. That's pass rushing jujitsu, my friend. That's what it is. Yes. You know, and that the is. ability to do that. I love the double screen thought because that really is something else that gets it, the, the hound of the Baskervilles. Those defensive linemen, those mutant pass rushers, those Dobermans with their ears pinned down and coming hard. Those guys, they can get upfield, and you can mislead them and get them going in the wrong direction, and you can send that that uh, delayed screen out to the flat. And it, I'm telling you what, it works. It can work. One of the best things that I remember about Green Bay back in my day was the Packers used to have a great screen game, a whole their whole screen thing. Denny Green, no, I'm sorry, no, Minnesota. Denny Green, his screen game was just t terrific. That guy had every screen yeah. imaginable. Well, and that's that's the thing, right? You know, if we're talking about UFC, right? You know, think about this: it's when you're faking the triangle choke, boy, right? And you go for the arm bar. Oh yeah, boom! There it is. You're still gonna tap. You're still gonna tap. That you're leg comes over the thing. top, baby, and you extend. Boom! 
let it go. Let it go. That's right. Hey, only way you're getting out of this is either with a broken leg or a tap. I'm just saying. You got two options in this moment. <laughs> Here's the question. Can the Steelers tap out the Titans? And that's uh, – I, I you got to start with the basic bedrock of belief. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's what it is. And you've got to be able to come out this Sunday, 1 o'clock. And, you know, as, as Mike – or I'm sorry, as uh, Keith Butler said, let's give ourselves a chance. You know, and do it. Believe and, and come hard. I, I believe. I believe that they can do it. We'll see. If not, what have you lost? You've lost nothing. You know what I mean? You just and, go and you have and to reload. Well, and you've choked out other teams. Yeah. You've choked out other teams. That's true. So it's not like you haven't done it before. Hello, Baltimore. Hello, Buffalo. Yes. Right? You know, you went and you choked out some teams. So you could. St- you absolutely can do it. It's, it's been done before. There is a precedent. So it's not like we're asking them to do something crazy like the jets right hey can you win two games <laughs> no no, no. We, we're we're beyond that can you win four in a row that's the question and what are you going to do to make that a reality you know one of the best things you could do is turn around and look at you on the sidelines those guys and go he's done it before he's seen it before he's lived it before hey you just don't know what can happen when the power of belief becomes bit as big as your team you know I mean that's that's absolutely true. All right, my that's friend. Got to say, we, hey, I'm going to be on the sidelines, Wolf, rolling up and down, seeing if I can talk to guys. Like, hey, <laughs> it can be done. It has been done. Wear that Super Bowl Forty ring, baby. Just you know what? Kind of you know twinkle what? I, it out I, there, I'm gonna pack, I'm gonna pack it in the carry on. There you go. The on, Just Wolf. keep flashing that bad boy on the sidelines as you walk by. Just say, you know what this is, fellas? This is the result of belief, and it started an eight-game run. Boom. There you go. I love it. Max, like great it. job today. I'll see you awesome in the work. berg here, my friend. I can't wait. I'll see you this weekend, Wolf. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you. And you know what? Go Steelers. Let's go, baby. Get a win. See ya. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.